can only ever be where you are right now. What is your podcast? It's the major investment in your life, right? The journey will always be your journey. Yes, yes. What's good, my friends? It's Adam here from the Bordeaux Podcast, and welcome to episode 101, why you should give yourself a lifetime to succeed. Now, as always, this tasty episode is brought to you by bolddojo.com, where you guys can pick up my ebook, The Crash Course to Kick-Ass Day Game, quick action guide to get you out there, take an action, get on there with a 30-day challenge, and get your day game sorted. You can also book in for one-on-one Skype coaching, where we dive into your limiting beliefs, set up action plans, get you executing in your life, in all areas of life, in all areas of the temple. And for those of you that are interested in becoming a bowl insider, that's when you dive into ongoing packages in which that you get a whole bunch of perks that I just can't do for uh, once-offs on the outside. You know, you get access to private messaging with me on WhatsApp within 24 hours. You get access to preferred session bookings. There's a whole bunch of shit that goes down there. And of course, that bootcamp, baby. The deep immersive day game bootcamp for those of you that are looking to have the foundations of your path laid out, to have the illumination of what you need to do in your social skill set to get out there. Be the direct, congruent, authentic man you always know you could be. You guys can send me messages and inquiries through that. Of course, we've just done a huge run through the US and Canada. I'm not looking to do too much more international traveling, uh, special cases only, but Australia is coming up hot now. So for those of you that are looking to come down to Australia, get your bookings in early, send me the inquiries. I can hit you up with all the details there. Now, if you guys would like to support this podder, you can do so directly by donating anything that you wish to the PayPal link, which is paypal.me forward slash A-D-A-M-O-O-I. And uh, anything that you guys give is ridiculously, tremendously appreciated. It blows my fucking mind. So thank you for that, my friends. Now, in this episode, we dive right into probably the most inspirational story I've ever heard in my entire life. This was actually going to be episode 100. I won't give too much context because I do a lot of it in the actual episode itself. But just know that this is going to give you an absolute kick up the ass. This is going to make you want to get out there in every area of life and just fucking kill it. Just kill it. And you just take all your limiting beliefs, take your ego blindfold, rip them away, shred them up, and get out there and become the person you know you wish you could be. Become the person that you always knew you could be, right? There's nothing more I want to say than that. It's just absolutely inspirational what you're about to hear this guy went through, individual case story, two years. Um, and I'm not going to get into it. You guys just got to dive in. This is so fucking hype. Enjoy. I'll catch you at the end. Oh, my friends. What's good? We are back in the game. Welcome back to Potto 101 which this should have been Potter 100, but there's some extra context to that. We, where have we been? We've been all over the world. That's why it's taking so long to get to this. I've been creating other content, cinematic shit. But today, why you should never give up on yourself, why you should give yourself a lifetime to succeed. This is not just a clickbait title. This is, a, this is going to be grounded in a legit story that I received months ago. When did I receive this? I'll get it up. I've got this. It's, it, it's intense as well. On the 3rd of February? The 3rd of Feb? 2019 holy shit so it's been it's been about five months it's been about five months that this guy's story has been in my mind every at least every single podcast not every day but every single podcast I've thought about hmm when we're going to do this and I made a decision in my mind that based on this guy's story from just being face down in the dirt being this guy who's just so far gone right so far gone and just continues to climb, continues to put his face in the struggle and just climb up this mountain. And I'm not saying that he's reached the peak yet. He's definitely reached peak, sir. And let's be honest here, like the, the true peak is death. The true peak, the true peak, and even then, I don't know what happens after death, but there will always be the next peak. There will always be the next thing for you to evolve and to grow into. But he's certainly shown that he's been able to rise 
been able to grow, been able to evolve himself. And it's just a story of all stories. I could have titled this Potter very easily the most inspirational story I've ever heard. I could have very I could very easily title that, but that might be a little clickbait. I wanted to be a little more accurate with just just why you should never give up on life. Just why you should always give yourself a lifetime to succeed. And you know, so we got that. That's the context for this Potto. It's an intense email. It's an essay of an email, which is why I wanted to save it for an episode of such grand, such a grand nature. But because uh, I did some impromptu shit on a plane to New York, that's why that was Potto 100. This was originally going to be Potto 100, but Potto 101, I think that's still a cool number as well. And I'll always remember this. I'll always remember this as being Potto 101. So that's the context. Is there anything else I need to catch you guys up with? Yeah, as to why has it been so goddamn long since we've done a Potto? Uh, Because I've just been creating a lot of other different content. And when I'm in the midst of intense editing processes, like on that uh, that short film I put out, How to Transform Your Dating Life, that took 50 hours of editing across 10 days straight. I'm not going to record a podcast during that. I put my absolute soul into that. And doing boot camp recaps and traveling around the world has just not been the thing. So let me, guess, let me get a sip of this so much right now. Mm, yes, sir. Welcome back to the Matcha Life as well. Shout out to the Matcha fam. This is a double shot, double shot of uh, purified water of uh, matcha. We didn't, um, I just, uh, it's later in the day, so I went with a double. Mmm, that's delicious. Okay, and yes, so um, any other thing I want to hit up before we dive into this story? Well, it's like, it's weird because it was like beautiful sunshine and just clear skies. Now all of a sudden it looks like it's about to hail down, so I apologize if those on YouTube that have to put up with some pretty shady lighting. But that will not stop us. So let's go into this guy's story. So what am I going to name this guy? I'm going to call him V. I'm going to call him V as in uh, for... Uh, <laughs> it's funny. Oh, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> i just call him V. Any- <laughs> I wonder if how many of you picked up on that. Anyways, moving forward. He sent me, he sent me this message on the 3rd of February 2019 at 6.21pm with standard encryption. <laughs> That's just what it says on the email. Anyways, <clears throat> hey, oh, yeah, and just also the pre-content, this is going to take a long time for me to read out. So please settle in here. Get your own bowl of matcha. Yeah, get somewhere comfortable. If you're driving, it's good as well. If you're lifting weights, probably don't. Let's go. Hey, Adam, I don't have any questions for you. Just wanted to take this time to say thank you and hopefully try to express my gratitude. If not for you, I honestly wouldn't have made it. I'm not even trying to be humble here. You are absolutely crucial in helping me along this journey. Now, if my guess is spot on right now, you're probably thinking, hmm, okay, that's cool, but what's the context? I need the context in capitals. Spot on, V. Spot on. Let's get to that context. So he says, so here's the context of everything that's happened so far. I'm V, 23 male from Singapore. Joined my local pickup community three years back, so when he was 20. Approached for three months, in brackets, not a full-day challenge, though, more like four to five days a week, and brackets. Eventually, I entered university and settled down with the first girl who showed me some interest. Despite the huge amount of red flags raised in the first week alone, lost my virginity, and then two years after, found out she was cheating on me the whole time with her ex. There's so much I want to say about that, but let's continue with the story. We'll, we'll, we'll pin that up right there. <clears throat> 
Cue the depression slash loneliness and addiction to porn slash video games slash porn again slash anime slash porn again. <laughs> and basically shutting myself out from the world. I even went back and continued sleeping with my ex after the big reveal because of my complete loss of confidence in myself or my ability to meet slash attract new girls. What a shit storm, dot, dot, dot. Picked myself back up eventually and wanted to come back to game and have a better dating life, but the pickup scene here pretty much died down, so I started relying on the YouTube PUA community instead, stuff like RSD slash simple pickup, etc. But I couldn't really resonate with them. I felt like most of their videos had an unhealthy regard of women as idiots that would fall prey to gaming tactics or videos where their whole approach would just come across to me as creepy, even by my standards. Then I came across you. I heavily resonated with your content, with how you emphasized more on the mindset rather than on lines slash tactics. You came across as the most authentic guy I've ever seen. Your style, in quotes, of pickup was just brutal honesty and genuine. Everyone often says they don't give a fuck, myself included, but with you, it's not just a saying. I believe that you really don't give a fuck about the fruits, about rewards, lays, etc., you were absolutely insane, in the best way possible. I also felt that you over-delivered on value. You didn't treat me like some idiot giving me just a piece of the solution and selling the rest in your XYZ modern sex god blueprint program 6.0, etc. <laughs> Every time I encountered something I'm having difficulties with, your videos always provided the solution. In fact, it was always due to your videos teaching me an important lesson that I managed to overcome obstacles I was facing. For example... I was still scarred by my previous attempt at pickup. Plus, I'm afraid of actually going out to meet new girls. And then he puts a little arrow symbol as in indicating to pointing towards myself. Take responsibility for your dating life. Plus, thing about meeting new women is. As in, that's those are the titles of two videos that, he, that I've created that he's overcome that uh, issue with. I didn't know the structure of approach and what to say. Arrow, opener plus qualification and investment videos. Because of those videos, I decided to commit myself to approaching for the month of December. Wasn't satisfied by my progress? Arrow, 30-day challenge video. Ended up experiencing exponential growth, just as you said. I'm more of a day gamer. Why should I do night game? Arrow, day game versus night game video. You were right again. I needed night game to develop that killing aura and that slightly drunk fun vibe that I'll later on carry over to day game. Jealous and bitter with the naturals in club or school? Our journey will always be your journey. Plus podcast, why dating is so much harder for me. Started getting numbers, but my day twos were always without much planning or structure. Arrow, planning the day two. That whole, actually, that's not the title of the video. The day two, the title is uh, a full guide to day twos. But anyways. Oh, actually, wait, no, he's about to say that. Um, day twos became better, but increasing uh, frustration, but increasing frustration on the kiss close. Arrow, full guide to day twos. Yeah, there's a whole photo on that. Met my third 10 out of 10, Arrow, podcast on neediness. Played it cool, chill and casual, overcame my first kiss clothes and was so happy. Started developing an ego of how I kissed this amazing social media influencer, this university prom queen. Eventually found out I got played by her. Ego got crushed and looked back on my journey. 20 plus days of approaching and couldn't even get any girl. In brackets, the mindset here is strong, right Adam? In brackets. Continuing on, <clears throat> and at this point, many frustrations came to a boiling point. 
me telling myself that I'm in it for the journey and yet I got disappointed and frustrated with my lack of results only after 20 days pretty much showed me my true character. Every girl telling me they are busy despite me approaching them while shopping, watching movie on a school slash work day. I'm just going to pause here just to make sure that this time is, yeah, we're good. Just make sure. Anyways, continue on. Uh, Every girl told me they're busy despite me approaching them uh, while shopping, watching movie, work, school day. Girls ghosting me completely out of the blue without any clue on my part. Girls flaking on me more than twice with crappy excuses, getting super jealous over my clubbing buddies in brackets who were more natural and handsome in bracket and had girls in capitals actually coming to them, approaching them while they just stood there on the dance floor. Coming to terms with the fact that I have to approach hundreds of girls and face so many rejections, spend so many days just approaching, only to luck out and maybe get a date or two. I broke down, and I quit for three to four days. I couldn't finish the 30-day challenge. I even started looking up social escorts and doing the math. How, would it, how, much, how it would be much more efficient for me to earn money and pay $150 for sex with extremely hot girls. I wanted to convince myself that game is just ridiculously inefficient, that I'm just not handsome enough, etc. I hated myself. Hated that I ran away from game again, despite having been cheated on and thus having quite possibly the biggest motivation ever to change my dating life once and for all. I knew that I was at my lowest point. Oh, hold on, let me reset here. I knew that I was at my lowest point and that if I still couldn't succeed in game, then I would never come back and try ever again. And I was really so close to choosing this outcome, and that scares me, that I was so close to going down a different path. Hmm. Hmm. Foreshadowing? Continuing on. But I looked through your videos once more, and as they always provided me with the answer, I binged a number of your videos, including the 10-year mindset, the 70-year-old mindset, podcasts on impatience, journey, fruits, and trees, Reducing lakes, uh, <laughs> reducing flakes. How this journey is painful, but you don't know any of, but you don't know of any alternatives. Let me say that again. How this journey is painful, but you don't know of any alternatives. While watching them, I seriously cried. I laughed. I got angry slash frustrated. I found it so relatable. Then I came back. Maybe my mindset wasn't fully in quotes healed, end quotes, so to speak. But I at least wanted to end off the thirty day challenge on a good note. At the very least, I surely made improvements because of the 30-day challenge. I finally pushed past the kiss clothes. Finally had structure in my day twos. Maybe that was enough. I shouldn't have expected more and got so emotional over it. And the funniest thing happened. Not sure if you, predict <laughs> Not sure if you predicted this reading this thus far. But one of, the one of the very first approach I did just after I came back was a pretty cool girl who had no logistic issue. Was smooth sailing from start to end. Ended up with my first day game lay. Oh, shit. <laughs> I scarcely contained myself here. Oh, man. If you guys aren't seeing the YouTube feed, I'm smiling so big right now. And it's got nothing to do with the lay. It's just, it's the journey, man. It's the fucking journey. Anyways, continuing. Continuing. There's so much more to go through here. You're just going to breathe that in, though. You're just going to enjoy those juices. <clears throat> The next few day twos I went out on also went well. As a whole, everything's good. Now I truly believe 
Now, I truly believe that the universe is real and there's a guiding force slash karma slash somewhere. I swear it exists. So that's what happened so far. And I hope you can see how big a part of your video has played in my life. I think that only you, Adam, only you would be crazy enough to give out so much value, provide so much in your video content and not ask for anything in return. You madman, you monster. I can't believe the mindset you're operating on, but it's undeniable that it's because you do what you do that I was able to get where I am right now. And I'm sure that you have helped and impacted many other guys just like myself. So from the bottom of my heart, honestly, honestly, thank you. Thank you so much for being you, for helping us, for coaching and sharing your lessons with us. You inspire me to develop myself more, grow as an even more authentic man. You give me the courage to go out there again and again. Your real talk cuts through all the bullshit I made for myself and allows me to face my own demons and self with all my being. Thank you, Adam. Right now, I spend the majority of January just enjoying myself with my casual relationships and going on more day twos with the numbers I collected from December. Some of them even came back from the ghost slash fake land, flake land. I'm even back with that in quotes, 10 out of 10 in quotes, though I no longer see her in that 10 out of 10 manner. Truth be told, I'm still bloody afraid of going out to approach. I still think pickup is quite brutal. I still hold myself back sometimes when the girl looks above 25 years old, in, quote, in brackets, limiting belief that I'm a kid, they won't want anything with me, no positive reference experience, in brackets. <clears throat> also keeping in mind, just in case you forgot the context, he's 23 as of sending this. So that's not even that much older than he is. She's like, he's saying like girls that look two years older than him or not, he's got these limiting beliefs with. <clears throat> Continuing on. I'm still absolute shit in night game, clubbing. I have no idea how the structure of the conversation is like, mostly just getting the occasional number, but not knowing how to bring them away from friends and escalate to the makeout. <clears throat> As for dance floor game, I'm told by my local pickup community that I'm supposed to just go up behind them and put my hands on their waist, that if they are comfortable, turn them around and just make out. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> can we just, can we just uh, salute our marching balls to the misguided? <laughs> oh, come by. <laughs> well, if if I can remember, because it's not what this photo is about. If I can remember V, I will come back and maybe just throw some tactics in on just why that's so fucked up. Actually, I have addressed it. I have addressed uh, how to begin, how to begin the physical escalation when it comes to the night. It was in a photo with Kev, I believe. It was one of the most recent ones. It was like photo ninety seven or ninety eight. It was in the series of photos on how to overcome your neediness that followed the story of one guy. And it was either in the first one or the second one. It's either part one or part two, although it's not labeled part one or part two, but I say it within the pottos. I think the first one's how to overcome your neediness and something like that. But anyways, it's it goes through a step-by-step -step of uh, how to initiate physicality with a girl in, this env in these environments. Anyways, anyways, if we get back to it, maybe, but <laughs> I just wanted to salute how fucked up that is, like, go up to girls behind them, put your hands in the waist, then if they're comfortable, turn them around and just make out, oh, it's so bad, anyways, continuing on with his message, but I'm absolutely creeped out by this idea, yeah, no joke, and I haven't yet mustered the courage to do so, nor should you be required to, so my dance floor game is non-existent, 
Most importantly, I'm not very happy about how close I was to giving up. I'm not happy with my impatience, my expectations. There's really so much more for me to learn and I don't want to spew some nonsense like in, qu in quotes, oh, I definitely won't give up next time, end quotes. I don't know if I'll be able to keep going. Maybe I'll give up when things don't go well again. But at the very least, I'm back to approaching. I want to continue to try and for my next school holiday in brackets June, which we've actually, as a time of recording this potter, we're in August now, so that's not too far, far gone. I'm going to attempt another 30-day challenge, and at the end of it, I want to record myself and set up a Skype session with you. I have also recently began to switch my gym music playlist over to your podcast. Thank you all for the monstrous amount of content you've provided over the years. There's so much value in the podcasts and the short videos, especially the best of the best playlist. I also just ordered your ebook as I'm slightly curious what's inside, as it seems to me that you've already, in quotes, given out, in quotes, the book's content in the qualification investment open close videos. Only you would do something like that. Ha 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 ha. It's true though. <laughs> it's true. Thank you for letting me share my journey with you. I hope you're doing well. I hope your health is great. And I wish you all the very best in this new year. Happy New Year, Adam. Shit. Shit. That's why I said that I could have very well, I may have very well started this potto, the most inspirational message I've ever received, the most inspirational story I've ever heard. I, I think the only reason why I probably haven't labeled this particular potto uh, with that is because I think I've already got a potto. No, I think I've clearly got a potto called the most inspirational approach I've ever seen. But never, I don't think I've got one labeled the most inspirational story I've ever heard. But even if you want to take this beyond, if you want to take this beyond just dating slash cold approach slash social dynamics, that right there, that story right there is probably the most inspirational. It ranks in the most inspirational stories of any story I've ever heard. Even if you want to just look at it from uh, business mentors, from historical figures through all the reading that I've done, all the different film and cinema and anime, everything, everything I can think of, every experience I've ever received in my, and, and uh, consumed in my entire life and had to, had to tussle with, that message right there, it's, it's somewhere in the top five. It's somewhere in the top five of the most inspirational shit I've ever been humbled enough to receive. So before we break down anything, before I give you my thoughts on anything, before we just dive into the real weeds of it all, I just I just want to say thank you. I just want to drink the sip of matcha. Hopefully you got some matcha with yourself. And I just want to say thank you. Because that's something that's something incredible. I'm I'm not I I, I don't sugarcoat shit. I don't I don't uh I, I very rarely over exaggerate. I, I I try to keep a a long memory. I try not to have such a short memory on things. But really, it's like, it's, it's just intense. The, in, the intense nature of this guy's journey. Oh, man, let me just reset here. Now, the main reason why I wanted to reset there was because the sun just peaked out for a second. I know that would have burnt your goddamn cataracts out on YouTube. So anyways, what? so what? where did I want to go with this, this potter? So of course, this was sent to me in February. And I always knew that I was going to make this as Podcast 100. It's just that Podcast 100, four reasons... Oh no! Wait, no. I said I was going to talk to him about. It. It's because I was. It was. It was a pivotal moment. It was a serendipitous pivotal moment where I was flying to New York, and all of a sudden I just want to record a podcast on a plane, and I'm. I'm not gonna. You know, I'm gonna put it out. So, 
is what it is. 101, this is what it is. So, but I knew that this was always going to be a very special one, whether it was 100, 101, or 150. Those are very important numbers to me. But I knew it was always going to be special and how I was going to tackle it, but I didn't want to think about it. I've only read through his message once outside of what I just did just then, which is why I got so emotional during it. Because it's not like I've been thinking about how I want to break this down or where I want to go with this. But it's like I, I read through it once and I just thought, well, this is why you should give yourself a lifetime to succeed. And I, with that being said, earlier today, earlier today, I was coaching one of my bootcamp clients from New York, from the recent New York run. And it was his second session. And he has been through the struggle of through the struggle of all struggles. I would say that his struggle is on par with the struggle that this man V has messaged in with me. Okay. I would say their struggles are on par. B has been through he's uh to use my scale for the OGs, you know the scale of zero to ten, ten being an absolute natural, zero being the hard case of all all hard cases. You know, B is probably somewhere between the three to four range. Somewhere between three to four range. Where would I put V here? Yeah. Two two to three, maybe. Maybe two to three, two to three, maybe three to four. Now, of course, that's for those of you that don't know the scale and don't know the nuances of the scale. That's just on it's just as an average read. You know, you can be slightly higher on the scale in different areas of your temple. But if we were to look at yourself as a collective being, I would say that's where you kind of sit. You know, it's like when I look back on my journey, I often say that I was like a five to six. I was a five to six when I was on my journey, which is why one 30-day challenge was enough for me. And anyone who's a five or a six and above, generally speaking, a 30-day, one 30-day challenge is enough. And you notice that V referenced the 30-day challenge a lot in, the, in his message there, which is good. We'll talk about that later. But you can see why this guy, he's below. He's below a five to six. So it, made, it does not surprise me this guy needs more work than one 30-day challenge. But I'll just come back to myself there for a second. Even though I was a five to six overall, in the masculine intent department, especially in front of a cold approach style girl, I was sitting at three to four for sure. So there are different areas, there are different things, and I just want to provide that little nuance there as we start to sit ourselves into this potter, which is how we do. But when I think of this guy V here, and you want to give yourself a, you got to give yourself a, a whole lifetime to succeed, and with B, holy shit. That's where that tangent was coming up with. When I was speaking with B today, that was the nature of our conversation because, and this is, I'm going to contrast between the two because I want to give you something that's very current, but I also want to dive back to V's message here. And if you guys follow me on the gram, shout out to it at Uitang1, double Uitang1. Get there if you're not, it's a good time. After a lot of my coaching sessions, I often take the biggest nugget from that lesson and I just pop it up on the story and I just talk about it for a quick minute or so. And that's what I was talking about V here, which is that he experienced a peak. He experienced a peak, not to the same degree of peaks. Now, when I say degree in terms of relevance to their own journeys, like V, we've got to go back. We've got to go back over V's story because there's so many peaks that I want to bring highlight to. So much dirt as well that I, and just steps in the dirt and walking through the dirt. Both of them, both of them. It's like this, my mind's going crazy of how much I want to get into this. But just would be here for a second. He's been struggling so hard. And when we left when we left boot camp, you can see our boot camp recap. It's uh what's it titled? It's titled How to Become a True Alpha Masculine. That's the message of it, but it's 
It's the key to true that you the key to true alpha masculinity. That's the bootcamp recap. So if you've not seen that, you can go check it up after this. It's in the best of the best playlist. It's pretty high on the best of the best playlist as well. And uh, also V referenced that. So definitely check out that playlist. That's that's the playlist I reference to all people who are new to the channel. And actually just in general. It's just where I it's a personally curated by myself where I go, well, this is this is the best of the best content on the channel over the last four years, three, four years. And so anyways, the struggle with V, he messaged me, he messaged me last Saturday. We're currently recording this on Tuesday. Now, for those of you that are on the bowl inside and what is the bowl inside, it's for those of you that go on to do ongoing packaging with me, uh, ongoing Skype coaching packages or who take bootcamp, who get access to this for life that are on the bowl inside for life, where you get a direct line to me through WhatsApp and you can send me messages, audio, video messages, written messages, anything, questions, insight, Adam, I want to know about this, I got off for this day too, what do you think about this, I'm dealing with this, I'm struggling with this, what do you think about this, etc. And I'll get back to those guys within 24 hours outside of Saturday, Sunday. And that's why I wanted to, that's, that's the point of what I'm saying here. But for once-offs or for social media messages, you know, it might be 48 hours, it might be 72 hours, but that's a exclusive benefit to those that sign on for ongoing packages, because I can't do that for everyone. So for those that want to commit, dive in deeper, I do that. However, even for them, I still say outside of Saturday, Sunday, because I need to have time to explore in my own life, to explore different avenues of this life, to go and uh, to go to this tea festival, to take this girl and go fucking rock climbing somewhere or to, to, to spend a night with her and just in the coconut oil, <laughs> to spend a night with her in the coconut oil and not worry about whether I have to respond to this person or not. So that's why I say outside of Saturday, Sundays, but I break, I broke my own legit rule. I broke my own rule with B this past Saturday where he sent me a message and I want to read this message out. Don't worry, B. I'll keep uh, I'll keep I'll keep the details private. I don't, if there even are anything that I have to keep private. Here. But look at this! Look at this! You guys are getting two for one, two plus for one. You're getting two contacts for one. <laughs> oh shit! This is so good. It's gonna be one of the old time photos. I can already feel it. Okay, so he sent me this message. <clears throat> he sent me this message on the third of August, which was Saturday my time, Friday his time. And I was out food shopping at the time. I had literally just got a coconut oil son. And he sends me this message saying, Adam, I have to tell you what just happened. I was doing day game earlier. After a long day, I decided to do one more approach. And the girl happened to be quite receptive quite easily. So we went and sat down at a shop nearby, talked, then drove her to the park by my place. I was nervous, to be honest. And it seemed like she grew uncomfortable with how quick everything was going on. We drove to my place, but she was very uncomfortable, so I decided to see her for the day two, then before we parted. What are your thoughts? And uh, I, I responded to him with an audio message because of the grand nature of this, because you guys just don't know. You don't know how much work this guy has put in prior to coming to me. To, to, we did a year's worth of work. To give you some context, we did a year's worth of work on and off not every day, obviously, but like once a month, once every second month, he would he would met, he would send me some infield. I'll break it down. We'll do a Skype coaching session, and just nothing was changing. You know, like incremental changes, but not the big ticket of his masculinity and his ability to convey masculine intent, which is fucking everything when it comes to an interaction between the masculine and feminine energy. It is masculine intent that must guide this ship. But he was never able to do that. He was he was great through the open, great through. 
good enough through qualification, good enough in moments through investment, but was just never willing to pull that trigger, which is the case for so many people. It's the case for so many guys, so many of my clients. And at a certain point, I said to him, listen, B, we can keep doing these infield breakdowns via Skype, but what it shows me is that you've had the time. And this is something I just want to dive into a second before I play this audio message, or at least part of it. I give people time. I always give people the benefit of time. And what does that mean? When I give people the benefit of time, that's how I know that I'm doing my job as a coach. Because I would not be doing my job as a coach if I said to someone after only working together for like a month or maybe two months and they're barely even done work on their own. And I said, okay, yeah, yeah, now you got to do bootcamp. Now you got to drop several thousand dollars to come do bootcamp with me and then we'll fix it. No, because I haven't given you time and you haven't had time to work out if you can do it on your own. In a perfect world, I would always much rather that you go and fix this on your own. That's why there is untold hours of free content on my channel. That's why there's like 300 plus videos on my channel, free content. That's why when V said, he just out of curiosity, he wanted to see what was in my toolbox of game crash course to kick ass day game ebook, just to see what was inside it because it appears that you've already given all that content for free. Yes, I have. I've even received messages. I've even received messages from guys say, who bought the ebook saying, listen, Adam, like, I, I appreciate how crisp this ebook is, but it seems that I could have just kind of, kind, of, kind of got this shit from the free content. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, there is no paywall behind that. It's like you have every tool and resource you need to get this shit done on your own if you're five and above, right? That's, that's my thing. It's only for those that are much harder case down on the scale that we're going to need to dive into deep level coaching. But I want to give those guys time because we really need, they need to know for themselves. So bring it back in here. Actually, let me reset. So bring it back in here. I'm sitting down with B after this session. I'm not sure what time it was. It was somewhere, somewhere early in this year, maybe January or so. I say, listen, man, we've been working together for a year. I've given you all the time that you need to change. And the final pin is not dropping. The final thing is not changing. Yes, you've made tremendous improvements in your open and your qualification and your investment, and that's fantastic. However, it is heartbreaking that you're still getting flakes on tap, that you're still not getting out on day twos, that you're still not progressing to sexual interactions with women that, whether that be in a casual style, in a one-off style, in a long-term style, we don't, we don't even, you don't, you don't even have that opportunity. You're not even getting those opportunities. And to me, this is what I have to say to you right now, which is that, You've had time. You've had time to try this on your own. So there's only one thing left, and it's that you need to get into the real life experience of me to really feel what it's like in a one-to-one -one with me, to know what it's like to convey true alpha masculinity specifically for you in the micro tactics of leading hard and strong in the final closing stages and progressing this and not being the Mr. Nice Guy and not just saying, oh, well, because she says she's got to go now, I just give up or uh, because she's got to go to meet her friends just because she says that, that's it, white flag, white flag because that's what you, that's what you do every single time and you're not reading into what the girl's actually saying to you when she's saying, well, I've got to go meet my friends, well, I was on the way to work or, well, it looks like, oh, I would love to go for that coffee, but actually I've got to go pick up a book for my friend. You know, when she's saying that, what you're not realizing that she's saying that because she's uncomfortable because you're not leading. If she's still standing there in front of you, she wants to be here, right? And because, and I can say this till the cows come home and we can, I can point to references within my own infill footage for you to go and emulate. 
I can break down your footage and send you the video summaries that come down and infill breakdown uh, recaps that you book, etc., etc. But it's not changing. So you, what this means to me is that there's only one thing left, and this is the real. This is how I sleep well at night. Is that I say it doesn't even have to be of me. That's how you know that I'm not full of shit. Is that it doesn't even have to be of me, and that's what I say to be. Is that there's only one thing left, which is that you have to get inside in an immersive experience with someone who is much, much further down the track than you that can show you what it looks like in real life and then have you in the moment. Go do it, come back, feedback. Go do it, come back, feedback. Repetition. Go meet 70 people this weekend and we're going to go ahead and drill it into you. But if you're not willing to do that, then just stop. I just stop the heartache, stop the heartbreak, because it is only heartbreaking to repeat the same actions and expect a different result. It's heartbreaking that you're putting in so much action, and he's so dedicated. This is what I was talking about before, is that he has struggled more than most people that I know, and is still in, and is still in, which is why I wanted to bring this up with V as well, because from what V's told me here over the years, he's still in. Most This is rare. This is rare. Most people... Most people struggle, but they only struggle for a week. They only struggle for a month. A month tops, most people will put up with some form of struggle, and then they're out. And then it's white flag, I'm going home, son. Because they just can't take it. They can't take the pain of the struggle. And so for someone to continue to be met with walls, to continue to be met with just more pain after more pain, not seeing themselves grow, yet they still keep going. They still are willing to keep going out there and face that pain and face that struggle. It just breaks my heart that they're repeating the same actions, only leading to the same result. So I say to him, you need to change it up, but it doesn't even have to be with me. All I'm saying is that there's no more, don't keep, don't send me any more infills to break down. I don't want your money. I don't want your money. Don't even have to do a boot camp with me. I don't want your money. All I want for you is to take this seriously. And to try something different now, which is the next level, the next level of training, which is actually getting in there and doing the damn thing with infill recordings, breaking it down, having someone much further down the track show you what it is. It doesn't even have to be with me. I said that to him. It does not have to be with me. Of course, I would like it to be. We've worked together for the last year, but I, I know I live in Australia. I know you live in uh, the United States of America. So be what, be it's, it is what it is, but please... Please, at this stage in your journey, you've been in this for over a year and a half and you're still not going out on day twos. You're still getting flake on flakes. You see, he, he's the type, to give you context, he's the type of guy that over a month, yeah, might, might close up 11 girls, pull in 11 numbers, yeah, flakes and all. Yeah, but flakes and all of them. Do you know how fucking heartbreaking that is? Do you know how heartbreaking it is? And I'm sure for those of you that are watching this content, listening to this content, V, if you're listening on this, I'm sure you, you fucking know. I know. I know as well because I was in the same place. I came from the same place. Guys don't realize this because of the way that I am now and the way that I talk now. That's why I've been trying to show more footage of when I was younger. And if you guys go back and watch the most recent uh, short film, How to Transform Your Dating Life, Best of Best Playlist, check it. There's a lot of footage in there from when I was 19. And there's footage of me sitting in the Crown Hotel in London. I flew from Australia to London. And... And I'm sitting there after a hard days of going out and I'm sitting there and you see me go, 
He was just like, yeah, I was just getting blown out a lot. I was getting blown out real quick. But I was like, but I got two numbers today. Yes, right? It's like, that's me as a 19-year-old. Oh, shit, man. And you don't know. You don't fucking know. Yeah, I was I was saying to B in today's session, I was saying, uh, I, was, I was talking about my first ever instant day. And I realized, and I made a note in my notes saying that I should make a video on that. I should make a video talking about my first ever instant day. And I feel like I, I, I have talked about it before, but I've never isolated the clip. Whether we do it in this podcast or not, I probably should, but not right now. I'll pin it up. I'll pin it up in my mind. If I get to it, I get to it. But it's, it's an inspirational as fuck story. But you guys don't realize, most people don't realize that I came from a very similar place to most of you. I wasn't as hard a case. Oh, actually, what's interesting actually is that I'm hard a case in certain more areas than, than B was and with V as well in different areas. But I can relate. Trust me. I was the type of guy that was going out there for two and a half hours, walking up and down the mall, scared as fuck to meet anyone. Wouldn't seen all these girls. Wouldn't meet a single one of them for hours at a time. I was the one who went through two years of his journey with no day twos, no lays, no casual relationship, no serious relationship in two years of being at this shit. So don't, don't think I don't relate. I fucking know the struggle. And I overcame it as well. And that's why, that's why the respect is earned. That's why I, can, I, I feel comfortable uh, receiving the feedback from V and knowing that, yeah, it's humbling. It's humbling because I know what it's like, man. I know exactly what it's like. Let me just put a little extra water into this uh, matcha. <laughs> Recycle that much. So where was I going with that? So so picking up with the story of B there. So so all I said to him is that you cannot repeat the same actions and expect a different result. And something something dinged, something clicked in his mind, in which he said, "All right, fuck it, I'll meet you in New York. Let's do it." And we go on boot camp. So I just the reason why I wanted to tell that is because that was the struggle leading up to it. Now the reason now coming right back here, who that marcher, that marcher, I got a tingling mind right now, and. So he sent me that message about last Saturday. So now you guys know that guy's struggle. You know, he's not, he's, he's, he's uh, still, he's still a vir- I think he's still a virgin in life. I'm pretty sure he's still a virgin in life, not just through the cold approach journey, but I'm pretty sure B's still a virgin in general, right? And then he sends me, so this, like, he brings even more fucking context to this, similar to V as well. And he sends me that message saying that just, just uh, it's eight weeks post boot camp, but he sent me this just about seven weeks post boot camp, and he's telling me that for the first time ever, and just like I said in that how to transform your dating life, you have not yet demonstrated this in your life. He not yet demonstrated this ability to be able to see a girl when she's hot, when she's on, when she's green lighting, and to just be able to take her and say, "Oh fuck, let's go for this coffee. Fuck, we're in this coffee. Let's go down to the car. Let's go to this park, which is like a 20, 30 minute drive." Fuck, we're gonna chew this part, and then fuck, I'll bring it back to my place. And yes, I'm skipping over a lot of details because I'm, I want to keep moving this forward. But just for him to be able to do that is monumental. When you consider that this guy would never leave the interaction in the closing stages ever. When this guy, yeah, it was being able to get numbers, but these numbers were never predicated on a strong seed and a strong masculine vibe that we will get together. And they never had the connotation that the girl needed him to message her, that the girl was lusting over him to message her. It was never that vibe. 
right? It was always just like, oh, I guess if we meet you, you're like, all right, I guess Mr. Nice Guy, Mr. Nice Puppy Dog Guy, okay, all right. You know, it's that kind of vibe. And I know this because I've broken down his interactions. So anyways, he sends me this message, this all-time message. I broke my own rule. I responded to him on a Saturday, an Australian Saturday. Now, I want to play just part of my audio recording. It's a two-minute thing, but I don't want to play all of it. Uh, but I i don't know if I say his actual name in it. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go I'm gonna go reset, and I'm just going to play the first 10 seconds of it just to make sure that I don't say his name, and I'm going to come back like real quick. It's like in the first five seconds. I'm going to reset anyway, so give me a sec. Yo, what timing? Uh, what fucking timing? That was incredible. I actually had to reset the timer anyway. Now, also, even better, even more serendipitous, which is that, I did say his name in the video at the, at the beginning of the audio recording, so I've skipped over that. And what I want to do right now is I'm just going to play it into, uh, I'm going to play it into the recorder here off my phone. But I've skipped over his name, and I just want you guys to just enjoy some of this. I want you to enjoy some of my initial reaction to the message of this guy who's just been through the struggle of all struggles, and then finally pulled the trigger on this girl. So enjoy this. What a lad! That's amazing. Congratulations. What a lad. This is a uh, this is the step. This is the step we've been looking for, just for you to finally take control, use that alpha masculinity, and to lead hard and lead strong. You know, like what you got to understand is that now that you're in this, this like a whole new world for you, it's also a whole new world. It's the next ladder of lessons. So of course you're going to make tons of mistakes. I'm sure that your nervousness and your anxiety during it, she's only feeling that. Remember, strongest frame wins. So if you're nervous, she's going to be nervous. So what I'll do is I'll just break it down the way you always break down your interactions. Take what you can from it. If things are going very like to your question uh, about, you know, she grew uncomfortable with how quick everything was going on. You know, it's more about her receiving your energy from it. You know, I, I can uh, think of many examples where I've gone on an instant day with a girl. There was one example where uh, I was walking down the mall, uh, stopped a girl, instant day on the bench. Then I grabbed the keys of one of my mate's apartments, uh, Jordan. His apartment was in the city. Took her to the apartment. And because this was new for me, I decided not to rush myself. I didn't even take her up to his apartment. I just took her to the front, told her to wait downstairs, and I went up there, and I just took a deep breath inside of his apartment, they came back down, then we went down to the river, continued the rest of Vincent down the river, then dropped in for a day three uh, later on, uh, a couple of days later. So I knew myself, I didn't try and step outside of myself, and I guess that's one thing you could take as a tip, is if you feel like you're getting super rushed and you suddenly step outside yourself, just slow it down. There is no rush. So, but overall, this is uh, amazing. Uh, this is fantastic. You must be so proud of yourself. All the work starting to pay off. Great job, man. And uh, we'll talk soon. Ciao. All right. I wanted to play the whole message. <laughs> I realized as I was listening, fuck it, there's so much value in that. <clears throat> so it was just like my first response is, what a lad. What a lad. He's just, ah, oh, man. Incredible. Absolutely incredible. And it's so true is that it's a whole new world now. It's a whole new world of mistakes. Now that he has this longitude and this latitude of reference that at 24.67.789, this experience happened. This experience happened. I went to the Bahamas. I went to the Bahamas here. I found the Bahamas here. And that, aka, I know what it's like now to lead a girl. I know what it's like to just pull that trigger. Ah, six gear. And just let's go. And let's push it. Let's go. 
And now that it's there, it's so much easier to get back to. So much fucking easier to get back to. And this comes back to the Potter's title, which is that this is why you should give yourself a lifetime to succeed. And if we could get slightly inspirational here. Chotta. It's getting the back up. If we could get slightly inspirational here. This is why you should give yourself a lifetime to succeed. When you look at V's story, when you look at B's story here, these two have been through some of the longest, hardest struggles I have ever seen, I've ever heard of, even more so than my own in certain respects. And look at them getting it done. Look at V getting it done. V losing his virginity, stressed up and down, up and down, meeting tens, tens, cheating on him, being with this girl. She's fucking a different guy the entire time. That completely rips him a new one, puts him into the depression, puts him into the loneliness, decides, fuck it, I'll get back out there. Starts meeting more girls, meets his ten, gets just mistake after mistake, getting on for the day twos, going through the different number coin stages. Then finally... Gets his first day game lay. Ridiculous. Ridiculous for this guy, right? And there would be him. Even with B. For him to do what he's done, where he saw in this interaction with the girl, and we broke it down more in depth in our session today, where, you know, she was like on the way into her into the bathroom or something. He stops her just before she goes into the bathroom. She there has an interaction, open qualification, investment, cool. He's like, all right, well, we better go for a coffee. He's like, let me go to the toilet. She goes to the toilet, come back out. Fuck it, goes to the coffee. Now, he's been used to that. He's, he knows how to do that. But then when he gets past the coffee, he's like, ah, well, seems like she's got some time here. So there is park. Let's go to this park. Takes her down to the drive, to the car park, gets in the car, go to the park. This is, that's the monumental stage there. Just the fact that he's been able to do this. And I'm like talking to him on the session going, Can, do you just remember do you remember the thought process? Do you remember anything about the flippant mentality or is it just maybe just a collection of all the work you've been doing over the last eight weeks, last year and a half, et cetera, et cetera, since boot camp? And he couldn't pin down any one thing and that's often the case. And it's like, when I think about this, imagine if they had given up. Imagine if B had given up the day before Friday. Imagine if B had given up that. Imagine if B had given up the approach before that one, because that was at the end of a long, hard day, he told me. Imagine if he had given up just before that, and it was just, and just like, nah, fuck it. Fucking, I'm going home. I just can't get this shit. Imagine if that was his breaking point. And on the other side of his breaking point was the key to his success. That's what it was. That's what it was. Imagine with V. I don't have that exact micro detail. But imagine that girl that he finally got his first day game lay with, right? Imagine if he had given up again the day before, the, the moment before that. The moment before that he had given up. When I think back to all of my greatest, greatest approaches, it's not about the girl. I, that's, that's, the, that's the situation. The situation is, is that... There's a girl that he's been able to take and lead through to the situation with going through the coffee, through to the park, back to his place, etc. With V, leading through to his first day game lay. With myself, when I think about my first lay from cold approach after that first day challenge of not having any sex in two years, no days in two years, no day toots and day toots lays, day twos in two years. When I think about that first lay, it's not about the girl. It's not about the lay. That's, that's not what is being judged as the criteria for success. What is being judged as the criteria for success is that you showed yourself a new level of evolution. You showed yourself that you could go beyond yourself, that you went beyond the current level, the Adam yesterday, the yesterday Adam, the yesterday V, the yesterday B, and I grew. 
And I had to show her a different level, a new level of masculinity, a new level of centeredness, of groundedness, of an ability to lead, of an ability to just be direct, congruent, authentic. And I was able to do that. That is the criteria for success. And it's just it just so happens that the whetstone that we are sharpening our blade with happens to be this cold approach thing in which that we are using human beings as mirrors to show us who we are, to help us learn about who we are. That's what it is. And imagine if you had given up that moment beforehand. And this is where it comes down to why you should always give yourself a lifetime to succeed. And it's how I wrapped up my session with B earlier today, which is that when, when, you might have known, you might have heard in that little uh, message there, in that little WhatsApp message to him directly, where I said, "Now listen, it's a whole new world of mistakes." And what I said to him now is that uh, you you fucked up a lot of it when we dived into the details of that particular uh, interaction. Yeah, he completely fucked up the balance, the social dynamic balance of investment. He was doing way too much and not letting her do enough. So. The 80-20, he was doing 80%, she's only doing 20. Of course, her interest dies down. Of course, there's no the, the flakes afterwards. So th- that's why guys get like so uh messed up around um they get so messed up like on flakes on instant dates. They think instant dates equal a day two or a day three. No, you still gotta nail the instant date. Just because you get on instant date doesn't mean you did a very good job of it. Right? Shout out to uh, shout out to my man M from Canada. He knows all about this one. And uh, no, 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 no. You still got to get the balance. You got to nail the instant date as well. So he made a lot of mistakes. He, I said this on the gram. How do we tang one? I said this on the gram. He fucked up a lot within that instant date itself. However, that's what's so amazing about it. Because now he's got a whole new world of mistakes to make, a whole new world to learn upon. And that his mindset should be, hey, give me another hundred opportunities. Give me another hundred Give me another 10 years to get good at this. That's what I said to him is that give me my mindset towards this now is that whenever I'm presented with a new world of mistakes is give me another 100. Let me make this mistake another 100 times. Let me get another 100 opportunities at this because I know I will get better. If you give me another 100 opportunities of going through this exact same scenario just with a different mirror, a different human being in front of me, I will eventually get it. I will eventually get it. Now, 100 is an arbitrary number. And what I said to him is that, listen, approach it with 100 mentality. Approach it with this mentality that it might take me another 100 instant dates to finally nail the balance between shutting the fuck up and letting her invest, aka getting the 80-20 right. Now, realistically, it probably won't take him 100, literally 100 more. But if he has that mindset, if he has that mindset that, well, I'd I'd be okay with that. That's okay. Then he's going to be able to go out there and just put in the fucking work and just go through the struggle. And as I described to him, is that yes, we rest our eyes upon the peak trees in the distance, but we do not focus on them. We focus on our feet in the dirt. We focus on the next step in front of us, the dirt in front of us. And if you can focus on the dirt in front of you, and what is this? This is macro patience with micro impatience, which is that just step by step. If you let me go in and just dial in on this work, just interaction after interaction, one after the other, give me one, give me two, give me five, give me 10, give me 20 of these instant dates, I will get better. And eventually the hundred, maybe by a hundred, I'll be at the peak and I'll fucking nailed and I will finally have learned what it means to have nailed the balance between 
80-20, who's investing more on this instant day, which will make sure that it does not flake on the post. Oh, motherfucker, let me reset here. You know, you take that 100 mindset, you take that long-term mindset, you take that build-a-bridge mindset in which that, hey, give me a lifetime to succeed, I'm going to change my life. And that's how I said, said, actually how I wrapped it up would be, I said, you give me the hardest of all hard cases, give me 10 years, they change their lives. Give them a lifetime, they will for sure change their lives or they die. In which case, it won't matter anyway. But even with the hardest of all hard cases, if you give me 10 years to work with them, they're going to change their lives, for sure. I've yet to have met a soul. I've yet to have seen a case or an experience in my last eight to nine years of being in this journey, in my last three to four years now as a professional coaching, to have seen a case that was so far gone that if you, if that they, if that they had come to me and said, hey, Adam, I'm going to invest the next 10 years of my life in changing who I am and changing my life and evolving myself. Can I get it done? There's, I've yet to have met a person that I would say, nope, nope, no, you can't. You're not going to get it. I've not met that person. Even of all the hardest of all hard cases, it's not, it's not been the case. It's not been the case. So yeah, and that, to, to tap that back up and to tie that back up would be because we're going to dive back to V's story here, which is that, yeah, you got give get another 100 Get another 100 down your belt. And with that mindset, you will continue to grow. That's it. Whoa, fuck. <laughs> I didn't realize there was that much water in my matcha bowl. Good thing there wasn't that much matcha in it. Mm, tasty. Mm. Mm. Yes. Mm, that's good shit. Okay, so... Uh, where do we go from here? Where do we go from here? Oh, I said I, I, I said I was going to tell you guys about my first ever instant day. Do we do that now or do we dive back to V's story? Because there were a few things in V's particular story that I did want to specifically get into. Kind of, but not really. It's like, okay, so we spoke, well, kind of. It's like, I guess where my mind goes to now is when we're talking about this, why you should never give up on yourself and never give up on life in general. Think about V's story here. It's too long for me to recap, but if you were to really summarize it, the amount of times this guy has given up on himself, almost, like fully almost, and the real full give up is suicide for sure. But, you know, he's just like, like, I broke it. I'm just like flicking through his message here. Just the amount of times I'm seeing seeing him say to himself here, I broke down. I almost quit. I almost gave up. Many times, many, many times. And remember that this guy was with a girl who was fucking a different guy for two years straight, and he didn't know. That, brutal. Absolutely brutal. Warranted? I don't know. I don't know their relationship. But brutal? Yes, certainly. So, so there's one particular po- uh, point here, though. And maybe I'll just, I just want to flick through for a second, because it's such a long message. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. I want to get to the, po- I want to get to the part where he says... Okay, this is like kind of the end of the meme, end of the message. It's like, it's like where do I want, hmm, hmm. It's the part, I want to get to just the high moment. I'll go to the high moment first, and then there's something at the end I want to tack up as well. I want to pin up as well. So, it goes, if something about, I'm just trying to find it, but I'll look through your videos once more. You know, the very least, I should have made improvements at the funniest I'm not sure. If, oh, here we go, here we go, okay. And the funniest, this just recapping here, and he goes, and the funniest thing happened. 
Not sure if you predicted reading thus far, but one of the very first projects I did after I came back was a pretty cool girl, no logistic issue, was smooth sailing from start to end, ended up with my first day game lay. The next few day twos I went out on also went well, everything's good. Now I truly believe that the universe is real and there's a guiding force coming somewhere. Uh, and he just, and there's one more part towards the end of this message. Truth be told, I'm still bloody. Of, is that the part? No, there's not. That that's the next part I want to get into. But that that high moment there, right? That high moment. It's such the case. It's such the fucking case that I've often, I've always said, I've said this many, 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 many times. But it's it's frightening. It's frightening how much this is the case for so many people, which is that success comes in the quiet moments. Success never shows its head when you most expect it. Success always appears when you are deep in, when you are, it's not even, it's definitely when you are deep in the work, but it's sometimes in this guy's story, it's not even so much about that. I mean, it's just the case that often does, success does appear when you're deep in the work, but even more so, success appears when you least expect it. And that, Success for this guy was just in not giving up. Success was just not giving back up. Just going back out one more try. And this is what I was saying before that I've said this many times that it only takes one. It's one of my key, key mindsets, key core mindsets that I talked about in a particular potto. I think it was how to overcome your neediness. And I took a clip from that saying the dream girl I had to delete forever. And I think that came from How to Overcome Your Neediness, Potter, Potter 96 or something like that. And we're in a green tank top in that one. Like an army kind of camo tank top. But but it's like that that interaction showed me. That interaction showed me that it only takes one. That was at the end of a slog of a day of just like, like 35, 38 degree weather wearing pants shouldn't have been. And, and it was just like, I didn't, I was barely like, I was barely a human being at that point. And I had approached like 14 girls already that day, been on a couple of instant dates, been on a, on a couple of different group interactions as well. And I was just fucked. But I just, I just somehow dragged myself over to that girl, ended up being the greatest girl I've met in my life at that point. Went on a two to three hour instant date. I've talked about this before. Just went all over Melbourne CBD pretty much. Ended up kissing her at the end of this at the Botanic Gardens. Wind was swirling. Incredible. All right. And obviously you guys know how that ends. If you go check out that video, why I had to delete her. Not for this potter. But huh, if you want to check that out, I would recommend how I fucked up after that. But that's not the point of what I'm talking about right now. What I want to point out right now is that imagine if I'd given up. Imagine if I'd given up on approach 14. Imagine if V had never gone back out. This is, it scares me. It's frightening. And it's frightening how much that these moments, these outward external moments of you, quote unquote, achieving the success that you had set out and designed for yourself come when you least expect it. And that's why I think that you should just give yourself a lifetime to succeed. You know, so many of us get caught in the trap of not only short memories, not, not just short memories, but short-term projection. We all have short memories. We all we forget what it was like five years ago. It's very easy for me to forget what it was like as a 19-year-old fucking struggling. That's why I try to remind myself as much of it as possible, especially when I'm on boot camp. Because when I'm in boot camp and it's just, it's just like this is what I do, 
I still have to remind myself to, to have more empathy for my client that, hmm, Adam, just remember that you, you were once absolutely just, you had, you were sweating balls when you first started. So just remember that. And I have to remind myself of that. So not only do we have short memories, but we also have short-term projections. And what that means is that we, we don't often realize what it would mean for us if we stayed the path and stayed the course for 10 more days for 10 more months, for 10 more years. What would my life look like if I stayed this for another 10 years? If I gave myself another 10 years to achieve whatever it is I want to achieve, what would my life look like? If I gave myself another lifetime to succeed, what would this look like? No one thinks like that. We never think like that. We are so rooted in the here and now, which in its own way is a good thing in a sense, it's not diving into nuances too much. Like, I, of course, you guys know me. It's all about the here and now. However, when we're thinking about this, and that's it's a different conversation. I'm talking about presence there. What I'm talking about right now is how we perceive our journey in life and how we perceive our expectations for results and for the outcome to be received. And just imagine, just imagine that whatever goal you're taking right now, I want to step this out to beyond dating right here. But let's just step this out to your health and fitness. Imagine if... Imagine if, if I just gave myself, instead of 10 weeks to get shredded, instead of 10 weeks to achieve the body of my dreams, what if I gave myself a lifetime to succeed? What if it, was, what if it wasn't such a rush? And not in the sense that, remember I talked about macro patience and micro impatience, but you still got to have your, feet, your face in the dirt. You still got to have your face in the dirt, focusing on each next step. But what if it wasn't so predicated on what if the next step I took was not so predicated upon whether I achieved my result then and there? What if the next step I took was just predicated on the step itself? What if the next step I took meant that and was carried with an aura of which that, hey, I may take the next step, I may reach the tree, I may reach that peak moment, I might see that peak peach drop, right? The peaches. Peach, I might see that peach drop from the tree and then I'll be on to the next one. Maybe I won't. Maybe it's another hundred steps. Maybe it's another thousand steps. Maybe it's another several years worth of steps. And then that peach tree is going to appear. Maybe that's the case. But what if, what if I just said to myself that it doesn't matter? What if I just said to myself that I'll take the step regardless of whether that peach drops on the next one or in another 10,000? How would that be for your life? And what would your life look like? Well, let me tell you, your life would look very fucking different because you wouldn't give up so damn quickly. You wouldn't give up on yourself so quickly in life if you weren't trying to achieve the result tomorrow or next week or even next month or even by the end of the year, depending on what your goal is. For some of you, for fuck's sake, for some of you that have goals in social dynamics, I'm sorry to tell you here, but they're not going to be achieved in the next year. Let me reset. For some of you, based on who you are and based on your upbringing, your social conditioning, your pattern behaviors, your trained behavior, your current social dynamic skills, goals, social skill set goals will not be achieved in the next year. If you are a five and below, it is going to take you a minimum year to put in work and see some form of peak tree moment, peak peach tree moment, the PPT baby. Right, that's that's what it is. That's just what it is on average, on general. You know, it's it lacks perspective. You lack perspective. 
So many people, they lack perspective. And just imagine what your fucking life would look like for that person if you didn't give up because you had set the expectation that you were going to get it done in a month. That you were going to get it done because you saw your boys get it done in a month. Because you saw your friend who was a 5 to 6 to 7 on the scale of 1 to 10. 10 being the absolute natural, zero hard case of all hard cases. And you saw him get it done in a month. You saw him get it done in a month and you think, oh, well, because he's my friend, then I should be able to get it done in a month. No. No, that's not how life works. That is not how life works. Your journey will always be your journey. The journey will always be your journey. And just imagine, I just think of, I, so many faces come to mind that I know that have kicked it. So many faces right now come to mind of guys that just absolutely cocked it, that just gave up. They gave up. And they didn't give up because things got too tough. This is a key point here. Most guys don't give up because things get too tough. Most guys give up because they set a false expectation of when things should happen. In which case, they ran out of legs. They ran out of legs. It wasn't that the journey got harder. That's where so many people get so fucked up on, which is that it's not that the journey gets harder, right? It's that for people that give up, it's that they did not correctly and accurately set their expectation to allow them to maintain the stamina of motivation and work and execution and the steps you know it's like it's not like there's an incline it doesn't it's there's no it's, the incline is not there this path is flat the journey is flat in that respect i often use the mountain but in different respects but in this respect this when i'm talking about it in this line of sight that this journey is flat in the sense that the lessons don't get harder, right? The journey doesn't get harder. It's just new lessons, new lessons to learn. Now, and it's like, it's interesting because when you look back, it's like, holy shit, how did I not know that? It seems so easy now, right? Of course, in hindsight, we're all pros. But moving forward, it's not that the journey got more, it got harder as you went along. No, it's that you were sprinting. You are fucking trying to jump that shit. You had the jump that shit mentality. You were trying to sprint this journey. That's a marathon. So you ran out of steam. You ran out of stamina. You got fatigued. And you couldn't carry on. And so you fucking kicked it on the side of the road. That's why most people give up. It's not because the journey got more difficult. The journey itself is just the journey itself. The lessons themselves are just the lessons themselves. They have a natural default set of difficulty. Yes, but no more difficult than, than you're ready to handle right now. The guy who is at step one is prepared to handle step two. Is he prepared to handle step 105? No. The guy who is at step 104 is prepared to handle step 105. At least embrace into that. But, but that's what it is. That's what it is, that you're just ready for the next step. It's not that people gave up because they were at step 79 and they would, oh, holy fuck, step 80 all of a sudden became step 190. No, that's not how life works. That's not how the journey was. What it was, was that he'd been sprinting and sprinting and sprinting and thinking that, fuck, when I get to step 80, when I finally get to step 80, the goal will be there. The peach will drop. The fruit will be there. The reward will be there. Success will be there at step 80. And they're just holding out. They're holding out. They're sprinting. They're holding their breath. They go on fucking balls to the wall, just trying to go out, hoping this is going to happen. And they finally get there. And it's like, oh, fuck. I went out at step 80 and it didn't happen. I'm out. I'm fucking out. White flag. White flag me, son. 
That's what happens to guys. Yet they conflate it with that the journey got harder and this shit was too hard for me. No, no. If you had just said to yourself, one more day, one more fucking day, give me one more fucking day, give me one more try. I'll get it. I'll just give me one more time at this, right? And that at least gets them out one more day. Then maybe they can come see someone like me and I'll readjust that even better for them by saying, hey, forget the one more day shit. Let's go 10 more days. Maybe step into 10 more days. Hey, forget the 10 day shit. Let's go 10 more months. Hmm? Oh, it's like, oh, okay. Because I saw what happened over the last 10 days. Some pretty good shit happened. Ooh, adjust. And just purely by the fact that he stayed in for 10 more days, he gave himself the opportunity for something good to happen. But you never know. You never know. You will never know if you give up now. This is why you should give yourself a lifetime to succeed. Because you just don't know. You never know. If... If you're, if you're seven runs down in the bottom of the ninth, but you have one more shot at bat, you do not not take that shot at bat because you don't think you're going to be able to hit. You never know. You, dev- you never know. Fuck me. I'm going to have to, I'm, I just, I'm going to take, even though it's not time to reset, this battery is about to die. So let me just reset it for a sec. Yo, we're back. We're back in the game. Reset that battery. We're fresh to go. So what I'm saying is that you never know. <laughs> that came out good. That came out good. Shit, so let me get some water in. Yeah, you guys, you guys know, you guys know that I'm big on that build a bridge mentality, but it's not just for, because it seems like the more logical and the more practical and the more common sense thing to do, right? It seems like common sense, doesn't it? It seems like common sense what I'm talking about. Now, of course, of course, if I see a river that's a hundred feet wide, no idiot would attempt to jump that. You, you have, you'd have to be just retarded mentally retarded in the clinical sense to step up to a hundred foot river and think oh let me jump that oh let me jump that i'll jump that give me a run i'll jump that that's ridiculous but why do so many people do this they do this because they're so deeply entrenched in their egos so deeply entrenched in in the expectation that well i'm this person and I have these experiences, and this is what life has told me, and this is what I've told myself, so I deserve this result. This is, this is what I deserve. And so that, that then, if you, if you can equate that mindset, that's essentially putting a blindfold on someone and going, even though there's all the 100-foot river, they take their ego, and the ego is now the ego blindfold, and they think they can jump that shit. So they end up six feet deep in the river. For me, no blindfold. In order to build that bridge, because it's common sense, but common sense predicated on one thing, that you don't have an ego. No one would build that bridge, that for, especially if you're a five and below, which means it's going to be a, probably about a year's worth of building, plus no one would be able to step up and build that bridge with the blindfold on because you have to be humble. You have to be humble as fuck. You have to be able to sit down and say, ah, give me a lifetime. Give me a lifetime. Give me a lifetime to succeed. And I'd write, and I try to instill that in all of my clients on the one-to-one because that was my mentality. This is why I got it done. This is you got a lot of guys come up to me and say, Adam, how did I've I watch I watch a lot of your content, I listen to a lot of your content, but I really just want to know from you specifically. What is it? Was it your wings? What what is it that made you why is it that you were successful? How did you what what was it? What was the one thing that allowed you to go from two years of no sex? 
No dates, no day twos, no lays, no casual relations, none, none of that. Go on, but, but in the journey for two years and pick up for two years. And then all of a sudden with 30 days of just straight hardcore action, you corrected all of that. That you had your first ever pull home from cold approach, that you had your first ever lay from cold approach, that you had your first ever day two, that you've ended up with three casual relationships, then a month later got into a long-term serious monogamy relationship with your rico that lasted for two years. How the, f- but what was it? How the fuck, what was it within that 30-day challenge? And what I say is that, and what I say to all of them, which is that, is that even though it happened within 30 days, I never expected it to. And I save it to all my clients. That it was my journey. That's just what happened. But let's say that 30 days ended up being 300. Let's say that I had to run that 30-day challenge 10 times over. That's fine. That's fine. Because patience was never my issue. Look at my journey. Look at my journey. Two years, no day twos, no lays, no relationships. In two years, two years of going out, I just want to leave that silence there. Have you got it? Have you got it? Patience was never my thing. As in impatience was never my thing. That's why, that's why B's story, V's story resonates so fucking strong with me. Because even though they were tactically fucking up, just fucking up, making so many mistakes, just insanity, literally insanity, repeating the same actions and expecting different results. Just painful, so painful. Yet they had the resilience to stay in, to stay in. That even though for as long as it was for their journeys, I can't put time frames on their journeys. I don't know exactly for you. It's for Bobby. It's um, for Bobby, Bobby, for B. Yeah, it's been I don't know what like a uh, year and a half, two years or something for uh, V. It's I don't know. It's I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know how long his story. It's been at least two years. For myself, it's to stay in. It's that I had the patience to stay in. That even though it was heartbreaking, it's heartbreaking being in that journey and that you think you're in it. You think you're doing the damn thing. You think, oh, I'm taking the action, but not nearly enough. Not nearly frequently enough. Not nearly doing enough of the right things. Not nearly being humble enough to be able to seek out and to be able to reach out to someone that would have corrected me at the time, nope, nope. But just the fact that I did not give up altogether. I eventually got to the point, I stumbled across a point in which that I was able to take the necessary actions, the correct action, the accurate action, coupled with the accurate self-reflection, got it done, got it fucking done. But make no mistake, even if it didn't happen for me within 30 days, and that's and that skyrocketed me off to a new level of development. I would have been in it for another three hundred. As you can see, I had previously been in it for another seven hundred something days. I would have been in it for another three hundred. I've been in it for I, I never for me, it never would have ended. It never ends. It never fucking ends. Which is the core point of, and my core message in this, which is that give yourself a lifetime to succeed, because this journey never ends. The journey only ends when you give up, okay? And for me, the real give up, the true give up is suicide or death. One of those two. As long as you're still breathing, yeah, you haven't fully given up yet, all right? You may have hit pause, you may have hit pause, and which really just means you're actually just degrading yourself. You're not evolving, but you're degrading. But you might, the degrading can continue. 
The degrading can continue. It's just a matter of when you decide I've degraded myself enough, I now want to evolve. That's it. That's it. Never give up on life. Never give up on life. And it's like, I think back, I think back to Matt, who, you know, as you guys know, my, my ride or die is my, my homie, the guy that I came up with, one of the original bowl members, core bowl members before the bowl was even a thing, before you guys even knew the bowl was a thing, just a private thing between me, Roy, Matt, and Jordan. Right, Matt committed suicide. They had been through a long bout of schizophrenia and wished that the connections and the synapses between his brain were no longer firing. He was no longer Matt anymore. His essence, spirit as Matt was no longer who that person was anymore. So barring your physiological mechanism of, of interacting with this life, predicating that you have the equipment to be able to engage with this life, it's not over. It's not over. It's 100% not over. And that's that's where I think I'm going to really start to tie this up with. I'm really start to bring this to a point now. Hold up, let me get some water. I just want all of you to think now. I want all of you, I want to speak to all of you now. now. I want you to think about what is it in your life right now that you are approaching with an impatient mindset, that you are thinking that I've only got a month a year to work on this. And I know that a lot of you aren't consciously doing it because that's not the thing, but that's what your actions say about yourself. Most people have an action set that resemble the one month mindset, the one, the 10 minute mindset, as I said in that video, as I made in that 10 year, 10 minute versus 10 year mindset. Most people approach life with a 10 minute mindset. I want you to think about every area in your life. And if you could just for a second have the humility to say to yourself, well, what if? I approach this with a lifetime mindset. What if I gave myself a lifetime to succeed at this? All of a sudden, all of a sudden you get creative. All of a sudden you start finding avenues for how you can get this done. For how you could approach this. Well, it's like for those of you that are like, fuck, I really, I really got to move out from my family. They're toxic. They're toxic as fuck. I really got to get away from my friends. I've got to get away from the city. I want to move to a better, a better city. I want to move out of my own. I want to start a life of my own. But fuck, I can't do it. I just don't have the money right now. I don't have the, the resources. I don't have the intelligence right now. I don't have the connections right now. I'm like, okay, okay, I know you don't have it right now. But what if I gave you a lifetime? Do you think you could get it done? You have to be, you have to be a, a hard as, you have to be the hardest case I've ever seen to genuinely say to me, Nah, I still couldn't get it done in a lifetime. And if that is your answer, okay, I have nothing else to say to you then. Come back to me when you have a shred of belief in yourself. Because listen, that's where the buck stops. I can do everything for you. I can do everything for you to show you that this is a water you can sip from. I can bring you to this watering hole. I can show you how to drink. I can grab your fucking neck and I can bring it down to the water, but I can never get you to drink. And that is the belief. You must have a shred of belief in yourself. And to make, and this is what I'm saying is that belief. what I can do for you is just, just make it as easy as possible for you to believe in yourself, which is that remove the stipulation and the time frame that this must be done within the next month, the next year, that even the next couple years, five years, 10 years. Give yourself a lifetime to get whatever it is you want to get done in this life and then see how things change. And then see how you start approaching life. Imagine if you had a lifetime to become a direct, congruent, authentic man. Would you go out today? 
Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would. And I wouldn't go out today with the expectation that I'd get it done today. I'll just go out today and say, well, there's probably a minimum, there's probably a minimum amount of action I need to take to see any uh, decent amount of change. So oh, I need to meet somewhere between five to 10 girls. That's best practice. I'm going to, I'm going to look at the best practices. I'm going to stick to them. I'm going to reach out to people with sound minds in whatever area of field I'm trying to work on and get the best practices. So I'm not wasting my fucking time. So I don't have to be like Adam who went through two years of no days, who's no, no lays, no casual relationships. I don't have to go through all that, right? I can just take the lessons of other people's mistakes and just implement them into my own journey, right? I can do all that. Best practices taken in and then just let it be. Let me reset. And then just let it be. Let the journey take its course. Let me find the winding ridges. Let me go through the valleys. Let me go through the peaks and it will be what it will be. And I will do my very best to make sure that I just never fully kick it, that I never fully tank, that I never fully redline. Doesn't matter how fucking slow you go on this journey. Give yourself a lifetime. I don't care if you're a 35 year old, a 39 year old. I have coached 42 year olds. I have coached 44 year olds that have come out of marriages, that I have two children, and I realize, fuck, fuck, I'm a little bitch. I'm a little bitch, and I'm not the father that I want to be, and that I have no idea how to go out to an attractive woman that I see and provide her with a direct, congruent, authentic skill set to be the type of man that can step up and provide the masculinity that she requires to lead. I've got to learn. I'm going to learn. Right? If, that, it's, it's, if you're that person, you're still so early in the game. You're still so early. you still got so much more time. you got so much more time. And this is the paradox in which that I tell you guys, rest your eyes on the pig tree, but keep your face in the dirt of the step to be. Right? Keep your face on the step to be. Get your face in the dirt and just focus on the next step and be extremely impatient about taking that next step, which is with the best practices and getting out there and taking the action. But make no mistake that that peak tree that will one day, one day drop the peach you want to drip from and sit from, take a bite from, that might not come for years. It might not come for years. It might come tomorrow. It doesn't matter if it comes tomorrow. It might not come for years. But you're okay with it not coming for years. Right? That's the mindset. That's the mindset is that if you just gave me a lifetime to succeed, whatever it is I want to do in life, I'll probably get it done. And even if I don't, I'll end up dying trying. I'll end up dying on my way there. And to me, that is the respectable life. To me, that is the life of a warrior. To me, that is the life of the warrior in which that, listen, I may not ever reach my goal, but I'll die trying. Breathe it in, son. It doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. It doesn't matter. You're that 18-year-old. You're that 18-year-old sitting around. You go to class every day. No one pays you a bar. None of the girls look at you. Your seventh, your eighth fiddle on the conversation at the desk. And you got all the guys around you. Got the alphas, right? You got the vice alpha, so to speak. You got his vice, you got his vice, you got his vice. It finally gets down to you. And you're just there to just to just pick up their books. 
just carry their little books around, just just happy. You're just happy to get around people that might even just recognize you as an existence, as a human being, right? But that's it. That's all they give you. And you think, fuck. Fuck, why can't I, why can't I be an alpha male? Why can't I produce the type of mentalities and behaviors that would make Lucy look at me and go, fuck, I want to get around him. Yo, Jade, you check, you check, you checking out him? I want to get around him. Why can't I do that? Get on the fucking journey. You're 18. You're 18. But Adam, I went out on the weekend. I got fucking rejected. It fucking hurt. I went home and I cried. I cried. And I'm just not going to do this shit anymore. I'm not going to do this shit anymore. Fuck you, Adam. Fuck this journey. Fuck all the different resources and all the different coaches out there. I'm never going to do it. I'm never going to be able to become the person I want. I'm never going to get Lucy to look at me in biology and say, I want to get around him. Okay. Okay, I hear you. I hear you. I understand. I understand that pain. I was once that guy. I was once that guy. I was once playing seven fiddle on the table. I get it. But I know that you think that you can't get this shit done in life right now. But what if you could? I know you can't. I know that you can't. I know that you know that you can't achieve these goals, these desires, that you can't become the person you want to become. I know that you can't do that. And I know that you know that you can't do that. But just for a second, what if you could? And more specifically, what if I gave you a lifetime to be able to do it? Do you think you could? Hmm, I'm only 18 right now. I'm only 18 right now. And you're saying, Adam, I could, couldn't give me a lifetime? How many years is that? Be specific. Mm, let me say, I give you another 80. With the way science is going, trending, 80 is me being conservative as well. Let's be generous. I give you another, I give you another 110, 100, 110 years. Let's say you're going to live to about 110 to 120 if you do all the right things. Barring any unforeseen events. Do you think you could get it done? So you could give me another 100 years, another 100 years to be able to get this shit done. Yeah, I think I could do it. (laughs) I think I could do it. There's not many people out there that could literally sit there in front of me and say, I don't think I could get this done in another 100 years. Hmm. So with that, I'm sure there's one of you, one or two of you going there, but why aren't everyone, ta- why isn't everyone taking that mentality then? It's a little thing we call the capital A ego. It's a blindfold that the ego puts upon you and we call it the ego blindfold that goes, oh, you don't have 100 years. You don't have 100 years. Shut your fucking eyes. You don't have 100 years. You've got tomorrow. You've got, you've got biology tomorrow. You've got another day tomorrow of Lucy being on the table there and fucking Mac is lining up with her and that she is all over him, over all over him like a wet seal, right? That's all, that's all it is. And that I don't even get to speak to her. That's all your ego wants you to focus on. But 
There's Adam. There's Adam on the internet. There's Adam with the poto. There's Adam with the pot on the gram. There's Adam with the social Q&A live cues that's about to start on YouTube. I'll talk about it in the outro. Right? There's Adam there. And he's telling you, if just for a second, you could take your fucking ego blando off and just look at what... You're in the 18. You're in the 18. You went out once on the weekend. You got rejected four, five, six times because for sure you did not approach any more than five, six people. You went home crying and you're 18 years old and you're already giving up? Well, fuck. Well, fuck. Live another lonely existence. Live your lonely existence and let Mac take Lucy to the sea pole. Right? Let him give her that pole. Right? Let her give him that pole. What else is going to happen? There's no other option for you. There's no other option. You either live a lonely existence of mediocrity or you don't. Or you rise. You challenge. You take the call to adventure. You take on and you don the warrior mindset, the warrior spirit that goes, I will walk this journey regardless of what external results come to me. And whether they come to me by the time or die, it does not matter because I will die trying. I will get there or I will die trying. If every 18-year-old could just take that mindset and approach it to everything, now scale up, age up. There's not that many people about listening to this potter that are older than 45, and I'm saying the same things to you guys. I'm saying the same things to you. You're a 44-year-old dude that's got two kids just out of marriage. Hey, hey, you got another 60 years to get this shit. you got another 60 years to get this shit. Please approach your journey with another 60 years to get this shit. And now it can work. I don't, I, I will not entertain anyone who comes to me and says, I got to get it done this week. I got to get it done this month. And of course, they're never saying that. It's just what their actions show me. And then when I put it to them, I say, listen, I know you think you're about the journey, but let's look at what it is. I looked at your journal and you told me that you only met four to five girls over the last 10 days. Now, do you think that is best practice action to be able to get you on this journey and get you moving forward and growing? Oh, well, I guess, well, I guess not. I'm like, well, then you're not in it for the journey. Why did you only go out and meet only five to six people over the last 10 days? Oh, because I was scared about this. I was scared what that person thought. And I, um, fuck, my, my friend wasn't doing much. And I'm like, it's not about your fucking friend. I don't care how scared you are. Just go out consistently. Do very little, but consistently. And in time, wheel up the scale as you start to desensitize yourself and start to expose yourself and move your comfort zone further and further apart, right? This game is a game of stamina and legs. The build a bridge mentality is a game of just staying in. And as long as you go to someone who can give you the correct tactical actions, someone that can accurately break down your shit and show you, I did, don't use that nail. Don't use that hammer. This, this screw needs a, this type of driver, okay? Do not use the flathead. You need the screw. You need, you need the crosshatch, right? you, whatever the fuck it is. You need this. You need that. This bridge, this plank here, this right. Hey, it's fucking rainy outside. Don't build today. Hey, it's a perfect day outside. Build harder today. More steps, more bridge. Right? You need someone like that. That's me. That's many other people in this industry if you trust them, as long as you trust them. You don't have to fucking come to me, as I always say. Just go to someone that you trust. But as long as you have that, you have that, and then just the will to stay in, there's no way you can't fucking succeed in this life. There's no way you can't succeed in this lifetime. And and extrapolate that to every area of the temple, whether it be physical, mental, social, and purpose. Right? The four, how I break up this life into the four different sides of the temple. 
There's no way you will not succeed if you have someone who's much further down the journey than you that can give you the correct tactical actions, help you, guide you, show you what is wrong and right, learn from their mistakes, while you have the intestinal fortitude to just fucking stay in. Stay in. And the only way you can do that is you take the ego blind off and you say, oh, I got a lifetime to do it. I got a lifetime to get this shit. Reset here and we'll wrap up. Okay, that's it, my friends. That's it. Like, let's, let's, let's sum this bitch up. V, I thank you so much for that message. Just from me to you. Just so you have this forever. You, you, can't, you can't quantify the gratitude that I have for you. When I look through that message, just the sheer amount of references that you put to my own content tells me how locked in you are on my shit. Cannot be more grateful. When you talked about all these other companies and these people that you look at but you resonated with me, couldn't be more grateful. Not because I don't think that they're credible. I don't think they're any good. I don't know. I, To be honest, I don't know. I stopped watching everyone else's content many, many years ago. Even the coaches I'm friends with, I don't watch their content. Purely from two perspectives. One, because I don't want anyone's influence tempering and... Uh, yeah, tempering with my own. I don't, I don't, because I am like a sponge. If I, and I only do this in other areas, I just do not do it with my own, ex, my own expertise. I soak up everything when it comes to business, when it comes to fitness, when it comes to mental development, spiritual development, uh, all of these different other avenues. Whoever I listen to, I end up becoming them because I absorb everything, which is why, specifically in my area of expertise, when it comes to social dynamics, and now actually just coming out to overall life performance, I don't listen or watch anyone because I don't want anyone else's terms or anyone else's uh, way of being conflicting with my own. I want mine to be as raw as possible. So the fact that, so I don't know what anyone else is doing. So the fact that you resonated with me, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. The fact that you never gave up on yourself, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful that you never gave up on yourself and that you still haven't yet, right? Also, I want to mention this, guys. It might sound like because of the length of the message and the just depth of gratitude he expressed to me that we've spoken before. Nope. I've never spoken to him. I don't even know what he looks like. He's never reached out to me before, as far as I know. Ne- not that I know of. He may- Maybe a long, long time ago, but I, d- I don't remember. And so I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for that. I'm so grateful for those of you that reach out and just share your journey with me. You know, that's... That's, that's, all I, that's all I really want. I've never asked you guys to buy my ebook. I've never asked you guys to buy and to pay for one-on-one Skype coaching. I've never asked any of my deeper level bowl insiders, guys who go, who go through ongoing coaching, whether it be through Skype coaching or boot camps. I've never asked anyone to buy that. I've never asked someone to pay for the boot camp. Never done. Never will. It's just, I, don't, I don't want you to. If I have to ask you, I don't want you to. Right? All I've ever asked for is that you guys just let me know where you're at. I've, all I've asked for is just tell me where you're at. Just, just please trust with trust me. That and trust within me, knowing that I can reach out to Adam. He's not going to ridicule me. He's not going to. He's not going to try and sell me off of that. He's just. He's just going to be there to listen. He's just going to be there. That's all I've ever asked for. Is that. You just tell me where you're at in the journey. I'm just thinking about why that is. I'm just thinking about why that is. You know? I don't know. I don't I just I can't think of it right now. 
I guess I guess it's because it's just all that matters to me. All that matters to me is that there could be a 19-year-old Adam out there, and there was once upon a time, back in 2012, who felt like there wasn't anyone else in this world that he could reach out to that would genuinely give a fuck about his journey. It's real. When I was 19 and I was coming up in this and I'd been fucking up for two years in a row, there was no one. There was no one out there that I resonated with that I felt like I could reach out to and go, this guy will genuinely listen to me purely for the sake of me reaching out to him. Just just because. That if I sent him an email, that he would make an entire podcast about it. Do you know how many times I've done that? Do you know how many times, how many podcasts of these podos are predicated on one person, on one person's email. At least 70% of them, I would say. Of 101 potters, that's over 70 potters. That's over 70 potters, right? That's probably about 140 to 200 hours worth of content based on individual stories, if not more. I never felt like I had that. I guess that's that's just all that matters to me. Because I've seen the power of what it does. You know, for V here who messaged me, imagine if I had stopped. Imagine if I had given up during his journey. You know, it's, they often say this. They often say this, and it's a, it's a very common thing in Japanese animation. In anime, in anime. In particularly in sports anime, whether you want to look at uh, particularly Ashita no Jo, if you want to look at Hajime no Ippo, Hajime no Ippo, if you want to look at uh, Major, if you want to look at Baseball, particularly in the fighting though, in the fighting genre of anime, I recommend Ashita no Jo and Hajime no Ippo, Ippo, Hajime no Ippo. There's a common and a current theme throughout both of them, which is that when you get to a certain level in life, you're no longer just carrying yourself. You are now carrying the dreams of others. There's a responsibility that when you eclipse and evolve yourself, you are now responsible to all those of you, all of you, all of... That didn't come out right. You are now responsible to all of those that were once in the position that you are. You were. That did not come out. That didn't even come out right. Give me one more try. When you reach and when you do eclipse and evolve yourself, you become responsible to all of those that are in the place that you once were. There we go. <laughs> it's true. It's it's true. And it's it's just, of course, it's true for me. I'm not saying anyone else has to do that. But what kind of person would I be if when I got past my, that when you think about the end of my 30-day challenge, that was in had my first ever lay from cold approach in several casual relationships, just lighting it up. M- month or two after that, met up Jay, settled down for her for two years, went into a whole different career for uh, portrait and fashion, videography and photography. Just amazing. What kind of fucking person would I be if I just left the community? The community left, and when I say community, I don't I'm not referring to pickup. I'm referring to the community of people in this world that were once the same as 19-year-old Adam. Just so happens that I find a lot of them through cold approach pickup, but more and more these days, not so much. 
I'm meeting a lot of guys to this stage that come that come from very different areas that didn't come through cold approach that find my shit, but are in similar places. Had a guy reach out to me the other day who's married, who just who's uh, who just needs to talk to me because he feels like he's weak in life. I deal with that, those type of people all the time. And what type of person would I be if I just left all those people behind? If I just said, no, I'm not going to pass this on, I'm not going to create this content, I'm not going to do this, I'm not going to be there, I'm not going to be there for that person. Gonna only going to, or only going to be there for that person if they pay me. Only, only going to do that, right? Now listen, I have grades, I have grades. I have grades of my expertise. I am running a business here. So, of course, there is paywalls behind certain services, behind the ebook, $37 Australian, behind one-on-one Skype coaching, starting at $99.95 for 30 minutes, going up beyond that. Boot camps, thousands of dollars for boot camps. There are paywalls into that because that shows me the seriousness of commitment and it respects the service that I'm delivering you. But make no mistake, I deliver well beyond the price tag. Well, and just you, all you have to do is go to my testimonials. Go to my testimonials on the Bull Dojo. Every single one of them will tell you that the value delivered was beyond what was paid for. And I always add more than I give. Uh, so I always give more than I've been received for. It's just how I sleep well. But make no mistake, you don't have to dive into any of that shit with me. You don't have to dive into any of that. This podcast is free. The last three to four years of content is free. Hundreds and hundreds of videos. Everything you could ever need, it's free, right? It's all there. And it's never predicated on you guys ever have to give me a dime, right? You can reach out to me of your journey. You can send me an email. I will respond to you. That's free. You can send me a DM on Instagram. And as long as you're not a fucking dick, I respond to you. <laughs> That's what I mean is that I guess the why behind or why why you guys just... The only thing I've ever really asked for is just let me know when you're on the journey. It's because I didn't feel like I had that. I didn't feel like, and it just keeps me tempered, keeps me humble, keeps me remembering where I once was. That there was just no one else in the journey. And to be honest with you guys, that's why I was what I was saying before. I don't know if there is any more, if there is anyone outside there. I don't know if there is anyone else in the world that does what I do. I don't know if there's anyone else in the world that will sit down and generally read through an entire essay of an email, create an entire podcast for that one person. I don't know, because I don't follow anyone else. And I don't really care. Because as long as I'm alive, as long as I'm still breathing, you're always going to have this avenue. And that's where I'm going to wrap this up. Don't wrap this up. Sum this shit up. Give yourself a lifetime to succeed. Don't give up so early in yourself. You're early in life. You're still 100 years old, you're early in life. All right? Give yourself a lifetime to succeed. You will get the shit done. Give yourself a lifetime to succeed. You will change your life. So that being said, my friends, we're going to run that outro. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for diving into this poll, my friends. It just, I'm ridiculously grateful and humble that you're even here. So thank you. If you could, please drop me your feedback in a comment on YouTube down below. Slide me a DM on the gram at Tang one best place to connect with me. You know, just reach out. Just as I said in the episode, all I've ever asked for is that you guys just let me know how you're going in your journeys. Please do. I would love to hear from you. Now, that being said, this episode is brought to you by bulldozer.com, where you guys can pick up my Crash Course to Kick-Ass Day Game ebook. You can book one-on-one Skype coaching, ongoing packages in the Bowl Insider. You can also dive in for those deep immersive boot camps all through 
balldojo.com. And if you would like to send a little something to support this poddo, you can do so through the PayPal link, which is paypal.me forward slash A-D-A-M-O-O-I. Links in the descriptions, all that's all down below. And anything you guys donate is received with uh, absolute humility. Thank you so much for all of you that do. I really appreciate it. There's one thing I forgot to mention in the actual episode itself, which is that, yes, I'm planning to do a lot, a lot more live Q&As, social Q&A on Fridays. I'm trying to get it sorted out on YouTube. The internet connection is extremely dicey in Australia. So I'm just trying to work it out. We might have to switch it over to Instagram, but we'll see how it goes. Anyways, just stay hot with me uh, on the YouTube, on the uh, Instagram, at we take one. And I'll be seeing you guys real soon. We're back on that pottery train. And yeah, I'm wishing you guys the best in your journeys. Wishing the best in your life. Much peace and much joy. Ciao.